This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. It's myself, Dave Thomas, along with John Cedar, joining me on the phone tonight. John, how are you? I'm great, David. How about yourself? Rolling, buddy. Uh, so, John, uh, tonight I say we start talking about Experience Wild. Yeah, man. <laughs> lots of great stuff going on. Lots of, uh, you know, big things in the works. Experience Wild is that... Is that feeling of is as what you would say is experiencing the wild, and uh, we yep. used the tagline for a little while there called everything wild, and and that was basically just to kind of say like, you know, you go out hunting, bow hunting, that's cool, but what do you do after that? You know, you're fishing, you're hiking, you're upland, you're waterfowl, goose hunting. Those are the kinds of things we're looking at and what we wanted to capture in a different network other than bow and a plant we want to capture that in a gun hunting setting and other stuff that you know um you know people are doing i mean every all of us do that yeah. it's just we don't usually capture it so what we decided was exactly. why well, just capture the bow hunting right we might as well capture everything else too it's a little more work for us but yeah still a lot of fun yeah. but uh a lot of fun yeah so i mean right now we're looking to basically kind of rebrand experience wild um you know, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, good, good, uh, good sponsorships throughout the years and, and, you know, uh, a good following, um, you know, some really just kind of diehard, uh, people, they, you know, supported everything that we've done. And, you know, with, with the, the name Experience Wild, you know, there's, there's been a multiple times that we've thought about it over the years and kind of making it more of like a, like a lifestyle. Um, cause you know, when I think about, you know, Experience Wild, I think to myself about, you know, getting outdoors and just, you know, doing everything that, you know, possibly can, and, you know, whether it's hiking, fishing, camping, you know, things of that nature, you know, it all made perfect sense to us to, to basically brand it as a lifestyle. And, you know, it, it's, it's going to be different than what we've done or focused on in the past. And in the sense that, you know, now, you know, we're going to have, you know, merchandise, hats, shirts, you know, stickers, things of that nature to where, you know, everybody can, you know, experience wild and, you know, be a part of what we do um, and, you know, and, and just live life to the fullest and, you know, experience wild. And not only that, but, you know, we're, we're also going to be adding a podcast, um, you know, probably here in the next couple of months, we'll, you know, get that up and running and, you know, and just start, you know, kind of hammering out subjects that, you know, most outdoors-related podcasts don't really cover, and that would be, you know, the fishing uh, world and, you know, upland and waterfowl and things of that nature. Um, so I, I think it's a, a good move on our part to really kind of custom cater to, you know, the, the everything wild junkies out there and, um, you know, just get the support that we can and, you know, support back into, um, you know, the people out there that are supporting us and you know and just and just having fun with it and just you know educating uh the future hunters and fishermen and women of america you know and letting them be a part of what we want to do so yeah i mean it's, it's going to be exciting 
Yeah, I think uh, for me, you know, I love I love being a part of that stuff. I mean, uh, it's great to do bow hunting. We do a lot of it, obviously, and uh, it's nice to kind of be able to capture some of the other stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of a catch twenty two. It's like one of those things for for me at least um, is that you know you. I go out upland hunting. We, you know, I know I usually go maybe twice a year. We'll go out and do some pheasant or whatnot, and then uh, and then normally you just go out and do it. But now I actually have to film, so it's <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a catch twenty two because that was kind of my off time. You know, now it's kind of my on time again. So there's really no off time, which is fine. I actually enjoy filming and photography and videography. So for me, it's actually sometimes I actually prefer just to film and take pictures than I do the actual hunt. Um, it's nice. I tell to, you what, man. I tell you what, I mean, one of the, one of the most exciting things for me that, you know, has really kind of just happened this year since we decided, you know, to kind of, you know, switch gears a little bit and kind of take some of the focus off of, you know, and the pressure off of having to, you know, to video hunts and, you know, just kind of go crazy with that kind of stuff and, you know, make sure that we're, you know, getting our sponsors what they need, um, you know, is I've been able to spend a lot more time uh, out out in the field, out on the water. I mean, I've fished more this year than I've probably fished in the last, you know, probably three, four, maybe even five years combined. And it's always been something I've been very passionate about. But to, you know, bring a camera along and capture those memories, you know, and take the pictures and, you know, get some of that stuff on video and not have to worry about, you know, just focusing on, you know, hunting here and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's it's been kind of an eye-opener and a, and a, and a breath of fresh air for me. And, you know, it's kind of re, reopened doors for me that, you know, I, I guess I haven't really, you know, primarily focused on. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what we can do this year as far as that's concerned. And, you know, getting you know, the current staff that we have involved. I mean, we've got some great people on our staff, um, you know, that are experts in their field. I mean, you know, we've got, you know, we've got Skeeter over on the west side of Michigan that, you know, is basically a walleye legend. You know, we've got Captain Jeff Hedges, who's another guy that's, you know, just a, a salmon beast. I mean, this guy can tell you anything you want to know about the salmon fishery. And I'm really excited to bring these guys on the podcast, talk with them, and, you know, and, and just really just open some new doors and some new avenues to where, you know, we can educate people not on just one front, but on many fronts now. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be super exciting, Dave. I mean, you know, it's, you know, like I said, we've talked about it many times before and for it to finally, you know, come to fruition is, it's just absolutely amazing. And we're just having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I think the, I'm really excited about the podcast the most. I think that, um, the podcast is going to be something that is kind of needed. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I never, I haven't heard of many good, you know, upland slash fishing slash waterfowl podcast out there. And I think that, uh, I'm really excited to get Skeeter on the podcast, not just to have him talk about fishing, but to actually have him interview, like, you know, professional fishermen. Because I'm curious more, yeah. you know, the level, like, you know, really I'm curious, like, is he is he going to be able to stump them? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like, are, the, are these guys really no. that good, or are they just, you know, set up right, you know, well, because of their professional just, name? But I am curious to get the big wigs on and kind of have, like, the Skeeters of the world kind of talking with them just to hear – hear from Skeeter, you know, if he thinks, you know what, these guys are legit, they, they know their stuff, or, you know what, they don't really seem to know as much as they, they let on, you know, and that having right. someone there that's a fisherman, that's a professional fisherman, that's not known is kind of interesting because you get to actually hear and see that side of it, you know. Oh, no doubt. I mean, and Skeeter's one of those guys that literally could be, you know, a professional tournament fisherman. Um, the guy is just so knowledgeable when it comes to just about every single type of fish that's out there and you know i, I think it's going to be an absolute blast i mean we want to have some you know some professional anglers on the show for sure um you know we're, we're already kind of working on you know a lineup and that was actually one of the things that he said is that you know he really wants to challenge these guys and see what you know see what they're all about you know because there's a lot of guys out there that are making a really good living off of you know tournament fishing and you know and just having fun doing it and you know it'd be interesting to see what you know, what their thoughts are on, you know, maybe some yeah. different styles of fishing, you know, walleye or salmon fishing and so on and so forth. I'm also, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I'm also excited to hear some from the waterfowlers. You know, there's a lot of great people oh, yeah. out there doing waterfowl hunting and upland, snow goose, all that stuff, the the Chad and Lores of the world type people. And oh, yeah. I'm excited to have Chad and Laura on there talking with them and, and uh, kind of getting – you know, just talk about like guns and stuff. Like, you know, what is the best gun for waterfowl? What you know, what's let's take a vote, yep. right? Let, let's let's hear some of that stuff. Uh, um, waterfowl, yep. upland. I, I always have this challenge in my head. You know, when I go out uh, upland hunting for pheasant, I'm like, okay, twenty gauge, twelve gauge, ten, four ten. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not sure yep. what I should be using over under. You know, um, so I would love yeah. to hear from them guys and you know what what in their mind what's the best way to roll. Uh, when you're out there and what, what kind of loads to use i think it's all very good information and i think in a podcast format especially with you um kind of running the podcast i think it'd be funny and, and innovative um i think it'd be something different that people don't hear much and I, and I i'm really excited about it i think that once we get the podcast up and rolling which is coming very soon here i think it's gonna be fun I, i'm really excited to work on the new website get that rolling and uh you know, uh, for those of you out there who are um, interested in the, the Experience Wild concept and the lifestyle, getting the hats and shirts and things like that, we're, we got some sick hats coming up. And uh, yeah. uh, John's, yes, been getting, we do. John's been getting some, uh, you know, test pilot hats going. And uh, the first couple we got were absolutely astonishing and um, very exciting. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I, I feel like, you know, part of me wants to take, like, start taking the summers off just to do experience wild stuff, you know, like go fishing, wear the experience wild gear, get photography, experience wild. Cause I, I just, I feel like it's like a different realm, but, um, it's also a fun realm that, you know, the, the fishing alone can be exciting. And, you know, we all do fishing at some point during the year, you know, upland a little bit harder. I mean, that's usually in January, February, it's a little bit hard time frame. It's cold, but you know, those guys who are doing it don't mess around. And I think we can even get those guys in studio, you know, some of them who are local, um, to yeah. come, come in and chat, you know, about waterfowling, you know, and uh, duck hunting and all that. Yeah, I agree, man. I think we're going to have a, an absolute blast with it. I mean, you know, and some of the things that we're going to be able to do with this podcast too, is we're going to, you know, make it so that it's mobile. So we'll, you know, we're going to try to do some podcasts from out on the big lake out in Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, from the ice this winter when we're out ice fishing, I like to do it, you know, in the middle of a, a duck, you know, or a, a decoy set, you know, out there goose hunting. You know, I'd love to just get creative with it. So you can hear us talking, you know, kind of whispering, but, you know, at the same time you hear shotgun blasts going off. <laughs> yeah. While we're doing it. That's that. cool. But, That'll you know, I mean, fun. I think I think we want to make it real. We want to make it, you know, uncensored, unedited for the most part, and just make it really fun, you know, you know, and just just hammer on uh you know the industry and uh not in a bad way but you know obviously we want to get down to the nitty-gritty and we want the good dirt you know what i mean we want to know what's going on out there just like you know our viewers want to know what's going on out there so you know we want to make it fun we want to make it entertaining and we just want to you know the biggest thing for us is just you know getting out there educating the viewers and you know their families and even ourselves um you know i've never been one to ever pretend like i know everything and so this is going to be a great learning experience for me as well as, you know, the guys and gals on the staff too. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's one of the things I love about the podcast for BHP that we've really um, – we've got some really good people on, you know. And I am very honored and blessed and feel very happy to be a part of the industry to a point. And uh, the people I've – I've never really met anybody in the industry that I haven't – I like to be honest. I mean, everybody. There's so many great people uh, I've met over the years, and uh, the one thing is that you know people are family oriented. They really enjoy the outdoors. They want to do more. The only time things get a little bit weird is the shows. You know, I think shows have always been kind of yep. touchy, and it's just because somebody wants to follow their dream. I totally get it. Like it's no big deal. I understand. But the problem is the companies are stressed because they have all these people calling them all the time, trying to get sponsorships. You know, I get it, but I get it from both sides. So it's, I understand why the people want to get sponsors. And I also understand why the the companies are flipping out because they have like a hundred emails a day or a thousand emails a day saying sponsor my show, you know, and it's, it's, it's a, just the problem is it's an oversaturated industry. You know, everybody wants something, and they exactly. want something for nothing. Yeah, you know, I, and there's there's a lot of people that you know say they can deliver on things, and then there's a lot of people you know can deliver, and there's a lot of people that can't deliver. Yeah, and I, it kind of gives 
it kind of gives people a, a bad rap, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we get it, you know, from our standpoint, we get, you know, what people are saying. I mean, but, you know, I mean, the, 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 the big picture is that the whole world of hunting shows and, you know, TV shows and things of that nature, you know, are slowly starting to die off, man. And it's getting harder and harder and harder to get into that industry and be successful in it. And I'm not trying to tell people that, you know, if this is something that they want to do that, you know, they can't be successful at it. I always tell people when they ask me, like, what do you need to do? It's like, well, you got to do a lot of work, right? You got to put in a lot of hard work. It's a full-time job in itself. And so if you think of people like us, Dave, you know, they're, they're working a full-time job, you know, for a, you know, a corporate conglomerate. And then we're doing this on top of that. I mean, it's basically like working two full-time jobs, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, our fam- our families feel it, you know, oh, yeah. I mean? so it's, it doesn't come easy. And, and that's part of the problem is that there's, there's a lot of people that think that this is super easy at what we're trying to do here. And it's, and it's not, you know, not but I encourage close. anybody that wants to do something like this. I mean, have at it, you know what I mean? Just you know, do your hardest, work your hardest and, and do your best. And you never know. I mean, you know, the opportunity could come up, you know, you never know, yeah. but you know, it's it's just getting harder and harder and harder. Well, the thing is, is that there's a lot of great people out there doing content, you know, shows, bow, Heartland Bow Hunter. I mean, there's people at the top of Absolutely. that room. You're not going to be able to compete with that, no offense, but unless no. you've got $100,000 to dump into cameras and know how to use them and know how to edit, you're going to have a hard time yeah. and be able to get on the deer, right? I mean, th- these are all facts yeah. that this is part of the reason that, you know, we as a uh, – corporate whatever you want to call it uh, at bhp decided that we're going to move away from our shows and we we had these all shows even experience wild having a specific hunting show but then we thought well actually i thought last year i was going to get rid of them but then uh there was a little bit of work because the sponsorships i had to rearrange things and it's not a simple one two three because you have different bow sponsors you have different things for the shows so as much as I didn't want to get rid of them, I just realized that, you know what, it's just a lot of work and strain on our team to try to go out and shoot a doe on film. I mean, who cares? There's so many more footage of that. We're, we're still going to film our hunts. That We're not saying we're not going to do that. We're just not going to launch them under all these different names like Bone Driven and Hunt Series because before we, we would have loved to have done that, but like the, the problem is you're then maintaining basically four different brands you know, of hunting yep. shows. And now you got to sell the hunting show. And, and most of the time, companies aren't really interested in hunting shows they're interested in a network like bhp they're not interested in bone driven as a show they're interested in what bow hunter planet can bring to the table so yep. so this was a stressful piece because here i am trying to sell a show when there's you know a million shows out there no one cared to sponsor another show they just don't care about that they they want the content they just don't necessarily care to have another show under their realm so Totally understandable, and I get it. I'm a marketing person. I know all all about marketing, and to me, um, that doesn't bring to the table enough, you know, enough um, to yeah. have a show. But that being said, all those people on those shows are amazing content creators for mm-hmm. us, and so we brought them in as what we call pro ambassadors. And uh, John, you being one of them, um, that yeah. is kind of how we do it on the bow hunting side. Mm-hmm. Now, Experience Wild will have an ambassador program down the line, and. Uh, that will be awesome because that one's going to be very exciting because you're going to have fishermen, you're going to have waterfowlers, you're going to have a lot of different people, uh, melting pot, huge melting pot of all sorts of people, um, gun hunters. So there'll be a lot of different things on there. Um, And Experience Wild is one of those things where we always kind of imagined it as being the network and then Bowen and Plant being like a sub-network to it. Even though BHP is bigger today, that doesn't mean it's going to be that way all the time. Uh, the goal for right. Experience Wild is to be, you know, the a, a major network and uh, an online major network. And, uh, you know, when you click bow hunting in there, it would go to Bow Hunter Planet. And, uh, you yep. know, and those are the kinds of things we're working on. And we will get, we will get to. We have the right team in place. We have great people working on these projects. Um, it's going to yeah, take some time and energy. But, it, yeah, it only fast. takes, we're I think what people fast. don't realize, and, and this is a good cut into sponsors out there who are interested in what we're doing as far as Experience Wild, it doesn't take much funding-wise to get it where we want it to be. You know, I think people, when yeah. people think of, like when people think of TV shows and stuff, <clears throat> they're so far out of whack with the amount of money. Because TV shows, you yep. have to pay for a network to be on the networks. That could seriously be like $100,000 a year just for just to get on the network. 
Um, and for a hundred, if you gave me a hundred thousand dollars, BHP would be 10 times the size it is today. And that's my point, right? It wouldn't be hard to reinvest that kind of money into something to make it even way larger and experience while it's the same boat. Uh, once we get one title sponsor, that thing will be blown out of the water so fast and moving quick. I mean, it it doesn't take much money wise to make something like that into a large, large network. And can we self fund it? Yes. And we might do that. Yes. But I think the the bigger thing for us is getting one big cheese sponsor to step in and, uh, you know, provide funding for us to get it rolling and take the title roll, you know, and, and even with BHP. At some point, there'll be a title sponsor who's smart enough to say, you know what, this network's crushing it. Why are we not at the top of this, right? And it doesn't take yeah. long. It takes one person to realize that. And then all of a sudden, you know, everything's times 10, right? And things have grown. And, I agree. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, no, no matter what shape or form we spin this, that that's what it's coming to. It's getting to that point now where these, you know, I got a call the other day from, I'm not going to name the company, but uh, a bow company in the industry, and they were just like, what are we doing wrong? And I, and I told them what they're doing wrong, flat out. I mean, you got to, yeah. this is, <clears throat> for those of you listening to this, this is interesting, right? Think about this. Think about what I just said. A major bow manufacturer called me, called my personal cell phone, and asked me, what they're doing wrong because yep. they're not selling bows. And so, of course, I laid it out there. You're sponsoring two or three major major TV shows. Waste the money. You know, give them half the money. Give them a quarter. And no offense yeah. to your TV guys. I, I love you guys. I know you're doing your thing and you're making a living doing this and all that. That's great for you. But you have to understand, if I'm a bow company and I give you $100,000, you need to make me back a million dollars in bow sales. Yeah. Are are you doing that? No. If they're calling me and asking me, and these are major companies, these are major shows I'm talking about. These aren't like, I'm not talking, I'm talking A-list shows that I'm talking about right now. So if you're an A-list show and you think just by sponsoring your show and your name that these companies are selling bows, they're not. And why is that? Because everything is shifted. There's no more of this, oh, so-and-so at the top of the chain and da-da-da. No one cares anymore. That's long gone. Right. Look at Cameron Haynes. Yep. That guy's crushing it online. You know, Hoyt was smart enough yep. to get with him early on. That guy, I mean, he is selling bows because he, he people look up to him and they look up to what he's done. You know, there's a lot of people yep. that are not hunters that he turned into hunters. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. So these are the yep. things that need to happen, and this is what's happening. There's a shift. Synergy Outdoors working with Miss Wild Game. They brought in three girls that were crushing it on Instagram, 85,000 followers, 40. These are just people. They're just people. Yeah. They're not even yep. They're not even shows. They don't even have a hunting show. They just take pictures. But people are watching them, and they're getting a lot of exposure, and that's my point. The yep. shift has already exactly. started. It's already happened. It's already passed. TV is long gone. The amount of money to pay for TV just to be on the network is a joke. You have to, yeah. you have to look at the network. You have to go to Outdoor Channel and say, listen, Outdoor Channel. And if you're listening to this Outdoor Channel, I hope you are. Uh, you need to cut your rates, like literally 75% cut. <laughs> you, to yeah. be on TV is not worth it, that much money. You, I mean, literally, if I, if you're telling me to be on Outdoor Channel 50 grand, I say, okay, I'd probably be okay with that. But anything more than that, I'd be like, nah, I don't see it. You I'm know, how's that going to happen? I'll stick with YouTube and the internet. <laughs> I mean, look how big YouTube is now. I mean, it, it, they're crushing. Yeah. YouTube's crushing major networks. They have more. They have more views than TV shows. They have billions and you trillions can, of views. You can buy a TV now that has like their smart TVs. You can get buy a TV with. It. YouTube on it. I absolutely. And, you know. I watch your stuff on YouTube all the time <laughs> on my TV. Them all now. It's all internet networked so, and, you know. And just to go back to the whole ambassador thing, I mean, this is something that you thought about years ago, right? So now, I mean, if you think about it, think about this, Dave. So you came up with this ambassador concept probably, I don't know, probably, what, like three or four years ago. And, you know, we're finally rolling it out now. But if you think about this, think about all the major bow manufacturers that are out there right now. Think about all the major clothing companies that, you know, do the camouflage right now. What are they calling their people now? They're calling them ambassadors. Absolutely. So that's what I'm if, saying. If you think <laughs> about it. You don't need you don't need a show. You don't need a show to be successful. You know, you can be an ambassador of Bow Hunter Planet, for example. And, you know, you're an ambassador of lead archery. You're an ambassador of Bowtech. I mean, whatever, you know, Whatever it may be, I mean that's what 
beautiful about this whole ambassador program is that now you don't have, you know, two or three major sponsors that you're working with. You're working with every single one in the industry. That's well. That's what's funny, yeah. you know. And I, I don't want to, you know. People have called me an innovator. They've called me all sorts of things with the arch industry. And, and I, I'm not. I'm a very humble person. But the truth is, if I didn't change the industry the way I tried to change it, it would never. In my opinion, it wouldn't work the way it's worked today. Like it has really right. changed a lot. In in Bowhunter Planet, it, the 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 idea of creating a website that was non biased, non sponsored by one bow company was laughed at i got laughed at yeah when people saw that i was reviewing a matthew's bow and then reviewing a bow tech reviewing a hoy they were like who is this jokester you know uh yep, how can yep. you shoot that bow and then shoot this bow i mean but the whole time I, I i you know the whole time i just always said to myself this niche is already is ready to be taken because when I looked at bow reviews at that point, there was just nothing that was done very well. It wasn't professional and it was just like, kind of like long drawn out videos and garbage in the background and kids toys. And I never saw anything that, you know, made me think like, Oh, you know, I, I can't compete. That's already there. You know, there was nothing there. It was a dead space. And then on top of that, yep. You know, people get sponsors that were bow companies. You know, there'd be like yep. PSC sponsoring somebody or somebody, and then all of a sudden they'd be gone. You know, the sponsorship's gone, yep. and they're, they're gone because you know what? Bowhunter Planning came, and oh, well, why don't why would I sponsor yours? And if I can just go to a non-sponsored right and get a non-biased opinion, so yep. you know, when people always make fun, they, they they always say stuff. You know, there's always these rude comments all the time on YouTube. I didn't care less about them, but they always say stuff like, "Oh, he said that about the last one, or he did this, or he did that," and. Oh, you, you slap the trigger. I don't care. I slapped it. Dude, do you really think I care? I slap a trigger. I am. I, I, I have trigger panic. I can care less that you think I slap a trigger. I get it. I get that I slap trigger. Why are you looking at me slapping the trigger? Look at the bow. There's nothing to do with me. All yeah. I'm, all I'm is a vessel showing you a bow. And yeah. furthermore, the bow is there for you to see before you waste your gas to go to store to buy it. I mean, you're not going to go somewhere to look at a bow you can care less about. You might hear of the new bow. You might say, you know what? <clears throat> Dart launched a Maverick this year. I want to see that Maverick. But you know what? Yep. Do I really want to go to the store and waste my time, or should I just look online and see what I can find out about it? Oh, there's Bow Under Plant exactly. Test Lab. Oh, bam. There's the video. You're the precursor. That's you're what I'm saying. You're the precursor for them having to go to the That's store. That's the starting you know point. I mean? now, you, you can look now up. Now we can go to a website and look look at these things prior right wow you know look at this thing you know in slow motion look at this look how the screen flexes and, you know look look at this i mean it, you know it's just it's it's unbelievable what what you guys have been able to create as, as a whole you know with bow hunter planet i mean it really is i mean you know and for every negative comment you get i mean think about all the hunters that you get that are so positive like wow you know before I even, you know, hey, I'm in the market for a new bow, and guess what? First thing that pops up when I type in, you know, Hughes Halon is, is the Bowhunter Planet review. Thanks, Absolutely. Guys. You know what I mean? That, that's what we hear it all the time. You put in we any new bow, and our videos, 90% of the time is the first thing that pops up. And I think that, yep. you know, Google already recognizes BHP as being the authority in, in bow reviews. So the first thing you type in any bow, majority of the time we're in the top five or number one or two in the bow review. No one competes yep. with us in that market. And, and I don't. You know, as much as I, I, I don't I don't want to compete with people, in my mind, I really do want to create a, an industry that's stronger and bigger and there's more out there. I really do. Like, that's, to me, what it's all about. I'm not making a living doing this. I can care less. Like, that's never going to happen. I mean, not at this point, but you never know. I mean, obviously, you never know. That could change. But at this point, it's it's just a hobby, you know. And, and yep. I, I'm disappointed, to be honest, with a lot of the other industry websites out there. I've reached out to everyone. And I've never been a response from, I don't think any of them have ever responded to my email. Even when I've met the people right. at the ATA and sent them personal emails afterwards saying, hey, let's work on a project together. Let's do this. There'd be no response. Not even like, you know, don't think it's a good idea. No, no courtesy or anything. And I'm just like, really? I'm like, God, man, like, yeah. that's not the way to go. You know, and, I, and again, I'm not going to yeah. name names, but I mean, there's not many out there, so it's not hard to figure who they are. But my point is, it's so rude. You know, it's like, how could you not even recognize the fact that it you know it's it's always competition to them and that's my point it's not it's not supposed to be competition stop worrying about how much money you're gonna make or if i'm better than you about something it's not a big deal you know move on it, you, 
you're not me. You're not us. You're not BHP. Well, and I think it all, you know, it all boils down to what we, what, what, you know, what we've talked about in the past, and that's, you know, heritage and, and history and, you know, getting the youth involved. I mean, you've got your boys shooting bows. You know, I mean, I've got my, my kids, my girls and my son shooting bows. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about educating, you know, our future hunters and, um, you know, I mean, you know, we've, we've, I know it's been brought up on multiple podcasts and you guys have done some great interviews with some of the women in the field. And I mean, there's, there's more women hunters now than there's ever been. And there's a lot more kids now than there's ever been. I mean, you can't go on Facebook during deer season and not see, you know, a kid that's smiling from ear to ear, you know, because he shot his first deer, yeah. whether it was a, you know, a button buck, a spike horn, a doe, whatever. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot more of them out there, and, and I, and I, you know, I have to say that I, I think a lot of it stems to the fact that you know, we we focus a lot of our time and our energy in into that, and not making it you know just for men, it's for everyone out there. I mean, you know, we you just had uh, oh, what's your your target shooter's name? I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but Chris. you said him and his wife in the, hey, you said him and his wife in the studio. Yep. And and you were doing stuff with uh with Diamond Archery, right? And and you had uh, a woman's bow. And you know, we're we're doing things that are, are creative and are outside the box and that you normally wouldn't see anywhere else. And and it's a great platform for people to go and and get involved and get interested in, in what we're talking about and what we're seeing, you know, and and that's one thing that, that I love and that's you know, I'm very passionate about. And it's the same exact thing that we want to do with Experience Wild. You know, we want to be able to extend that olive branch into multiple avenues or venues, if you and, and get it across so that it's not just, you know, bow hunting, but it's it's everything, right? And, you know, we're all passionate outdoorsmen. I mean, you know, you're not just a bow hunter, Dave. You like to fish. You like to do everything else, too. And, and it just makes sense to to be able to do that, right? And just share our passion and extend it into different avenues. Absolutely. I, I think it's great. I couldn't say it better. I, I think that was uh, a good statement. I think, uh, you know, I can't, um, I look at this, you know, I got this picture board in my office here. I'm looking at it right now while we're talking and it's just amazing to me, the, the, the people we've assembled for BHP and for experience. Yeah. Well. I mean, this, the team we have is absolutely incredible. These guys, um, you know, I, I, I we couldn't, couldn't do it without without They're all of you. I mean, it has been an yeah. amazing ride. And even the people who have come and gone, uh, they're still uh, great people, great hunters. Um, you know, the thing about, I think what people don't realize is that when you're a pro, pro ambassador at BHP, and there's a lot to do. There's a lot of stuff you need to do. And it's not, um, it's just very time consuming. So some people will come and go yeah. because they can't keep up. They can't. Uh, uh, meet, meet, commit, commit, commit to the photo to the shoots, time. commit to the hunts that yeah. we need to be on to help out or come to whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, there's so many different things and, uh, yeah. it, it's busy. It's very, very busy. And, and it's hard because a lot of our team, um, not a lot of our team, but I would say a quarter of our team is kind of split between experience wild and BHP. So like Chris McGee, so he's doing stuff for both. So it's a little challenging for him because obviously he's not just doing one, he's doing two. And, but you know, right. what we try to do is make it to where, we try to, you know, the fall is bow hunting for him and the rest of the year is experience wild for him, you know, trying to do that. That's the thing. But Chris kind of runs both the social medias, uh, for both platforms, which is great. Cause for some reason, <laughs> I don't know what it is, John, but every time I post something on Instagram, I'll get a hundred likes. And every time Chris posts something, it. it's like 400. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. What is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> like you, I'm like, what's wrong I mean, with you, you? What's wrong with you people? I pick great <laughs> images, and then he picks the stupid thing of a bow getting hoisted, and all of a sudden there's 400. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Yep. Well, and I think that just all stems back to like what you said. I mean, you know, we I think pound for pound, we have you know probably some of the best individuals in the industry. I mean, you know, we all are very passionate about what we do. We're all passionate about photography and videography. Um, you know, and and just you know, just getting out there and, and doing what we do. I mean, we've given up countless weekends. I mean, you know, they, we were just out doing a photo shoot on Father's Day, you know. Yeah, exactly. And everything like that. But we had, you know, some commitments that we knew that we needed to get done. And, and you know, we all assembled. And, you know, we went out there and, 
and had an absolute blast doing it on Father's Day, which was, you know, I'll be in dad's too, you know, it was great to be out there and, you know, having some fun doing it, but, you know, it's, it is a lot of work in it, and it does take a lot of time, like I said, I mean, you know, the, our families, you can feel it, you know what I yeah. mean, and, yeah. but, you know, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I think there's a, a mutual joint understanding there, you know, with our wives and our, and our kids that, you know, hey, listen, you know, we're doing this for, for not only, you know, two guys, but we're also doing it for everyone else out there, you know, that, that wants to get a kid involved or wants to get their wife involved in shooting or, you know, fishing or whatever. Um, so we, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of twofold, you know, and, and it's, you know, like I said, I mean, it's something we're very passionate about. We love to do. And it almost kind of, you know, supersedes, you know, I guess the, the downside of, you know, having to give up, you know, multiple weekends, especially in the summer when your kids are home or, you know, when you don't necessarily feel like getting up out of bed and doing things. I mean, it's, it is, it is, like I said, it is my full-time job almost, you know, but it is so much fun. You know, we all love it. We're all very passionate about it. And, and I feel like we have, you know, between the two, you know, experienced wild ball on your planet, I think we have pound for pound, you know, some of the heaviest hitters in the world, you know, when it comes to this stuff and, and very reliable people too. You know, if we need to do something short notice, we get together and we put our brains on it and we do it. And, you know, the content and everything that we provide is, you know, second to none, you know, I mean, and it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, I think it's one of the coolest things to me is, you know, seeing your image on, you know, a sponsor's website or, you know, seeing them use it on their social media and, you know, knowing that they love what you do. And, you know, to me, that makes it so much more worth it, you know, than, than anything. Absolutely, man. I tell you what, uh, I think the most humble, the two things happened to me that were pretty humbling for me. I was, um, I was actually down in Florida. I was at uh, airport at the Florida airport, Orlando. And, uh, we were flying, we were going to Disney with the family. I was with Kevin and, uh, the kids and my wife. And this was about, oh man, this is literally about four years ago now. And, uh, a uh, guy came up to me. He's like, "Oh, Boner Planet, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> and that was weird. Yep. You know, I was like, "Holy cow!" And he's like, "You know," um, he's like, "Oh, I love your show." And da da da. And I was like, "Wow, okay, cool, man." I'm like, "That's great," you know. And uh, <laughs> that was cool. That's and awesome. it, that was weird, you know. And I was thinking in my head, like, you know, it's not TV, you know. So you just don't think like, you know, people, you know, people are watching though. You know what I mean? That's the point. If you look at the views, there's like eight million views on YouTube. We have. It's not yeah. like it's like yeah. a little amount. And then uh, I was at the other one, the more humbling spot was when I was at Woods and Water a few years ago. Uh, uh, a kid came up to me named Greg, and uh, yeah. I could tell he was, like, kind of, like, acting a little bit, like, kind of excited to see me or something. And I had never met this kid before, and he was, like, 14. And um, and he's like, oh, I, you know, I'm a big fan. I love your show. And da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's great, you know. And then um, a little while later uh, – his dad came up to me and says, Hey, you know, can you take a picture of my son? He's like a huge fan. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, no problem. You're like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm thinking about this is okay. You know, you gotta understand. I, I don't, I'm not like a star here by any means. So why I review some bows online, you know what I mean? But, right. it, but we do hunt and stuff like that too online, but it was just, it was a very cool experience. And, uh, you know, I was very excited, um, that I made that kid's day, I guess. And, uh, Greg is, was his name. And, uh, I, I'm actually, I need to find him. I got to make sure he joins our ambassador program. Get him on there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no uh, doubt, That man. was cool, but man. It's funny you mentioned this. So like, I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously experience wild isn't nearly the size of the Hunter planet, but I was actually at uh, one of my daughter's dance recitals a few years ago. So, and this was like, uh, it was probably, you know, maybe a few months after our, our uh, Canadian bear hunt aired. And I'm sitting there, and there's this, you know, this packed auditorium, and, and uh, one of the local high schools were sitting in their auditorium, and she was getting ready to start, and this guy comes up to me, and, you know, he actually sat down in front of us, me and my wife, and uh, <laughs> I'll never forget this, but he kept looking at me, and I'm like, what is this guy looking at? You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not one that likes to stare at one, right? So this guy just kept turning around, looking at me, looking at me, looking at me, and I'm like, finally, I was like, do I know you? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, no, but I'm trying to figure out where I know you from. And uh, and I'm like, I, I was just kind of like, I have no idea, man. I'm like, you know, do you live in Clark? <laughs> and, you know, obviously your kid dances at my kid's dance studio. He goes, no. He goes, I, 
I've seen you on the internet. He goes, I know I've seen you on the internet. And he goes, are you that guy that shot that bear? <laughs> Instinctually. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I did do that. He goes, man, he goes, I've watched that video probably about a dozen times. He goes, I'm still trying to figure out how the heck you shot that bear. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to too. <laughs> that was seriously crazy, dude. So, but yeah, dude, that was, I mean, that was, for me, that was a, a very rewarding moment. And, uh, you know, that's the only time it's ever happened to me. And we've been doing this for a while now. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's one of those things, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, we definitely don't look for it. You know, we're not famous celebrities by any means. But it is cool to know that our content is getting out there in front of the masses and that people are noticing it and that people are seeing it. And, you know, they get excited about it, you know, and I guess that's the whole point of, you know, that story is that, you know, it's just, it, it, to me, it's just amazing that, you know, the reach that it has and the audience that it gets in front of, you know, whether they love it or they hate it, um, you know, I'll take the haters all day long. I mean, to me, that's just another view and, you know, it, I'm fine with that. You know, you got to take the bad with the good, right? So. It's I mean, interesting it's, it's how all, people. Oh, good fun! It is interesting though how people are so weird online. Like they just like they love to pick out the things that are wrong. You know, it's just always something yeah, stupid, yeah. like slapping a trigger. Like really, come on, man! Like you yeah. really care that I slap a trigger or I move my hand before I shoot on my my, my wrist? Hand. Yeah, like that's just, just what I do. Picky stuff, man. Everybody, you know, everybody, everybody is what I like to call you know like a desk jockey, right? I mean. Everybody is great at what they do, right? Everybody's amazing and just awesome, right? And they can do whatever you can do a thousand times better. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, and like I said, I mean, I've never I've never claimed to be the best at anything, right? I mean, I, I, I'm a, a, a jack of many trades is what I like to call myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm a master of none, you know? So <laughs> I, I just... I just kind of, you know, I like I said, I mean, I just, I think it's kind of funny and, and almost, you know, comical. And, you know, I, you know, it's, I think, you know, with us being in this as long as you have, it's, you, know, you almost just kind of take it with a grain of salt now. And, you know, you just laugh at it or you shrug it off. And, um, you know, there's always going to be, you know, something you know, that's always going to, you know, come down on you. I mean, it was like that one, uh, what was that on um, Facebook, Dave, where <laughs> I didn't even know who this lady was, but she was from, like, Scotland or something like that. And she made a comment, she made a comment on, a, on my post and, uh, and uh, just responded back, well, nobody asked you, yeah, you know, somebody, your opinion. She was an anti-bear hunter, anti-hunter, that's what she was. Yeah, yeah. She was, it was and, somebody, uh, you know, somebody, somebody on the team's aunt or something, remember? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what it ended up being. I think it was Tim's, like, <laughs> best, friend's, best friend's mother yeah, aunt something or something crazy. like that. Uh, you're like, who asked you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, who asked you? But, you know, I mean, and to be honest with you, I mean, I honestly didn't really care. I just thought it was like, yeah, well, let me see how far I can take this, you know, with this anti and, you know, obviously it, it stopped right there, but, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty comical. You know, we all got a good laugh out of it because I was like, from Scotland and how does she like, Oh, that's you know, what it was. Yeah. Scotland. Yeah. That's so funny because yeah. they don't like hunt deer or anything over there, so they're not used no, to. No, I mean they they don't really have any animals over there because they all they wipe them all off the face of the earth, so they rely on all of our American meat. To yeah, their I just think it's but, uh, uh, it's it's weird to me. Uh, well, actually, two things real quick. I, I you know another thing that happened to me that was weird that uh, not weird, but another thing that happened to me was, uh, uh, I would say like a at the woods and water last year. He was I don't know. Some kids came up to me. They were probably nineteen though or something, but. Um, they're talking about uh, Boner Plant. He's like, yeah, I grew up watching that. And I said, what? <laughs> grew up yeah. watching it? Then I kind of dawned yeah. on me. I was like, wow, like that's crazy. Like yeah. now I think about it, like I guess 2009 till now, yeah. that's like a, almost a 10-year span of some. It's like almost a, yeah. a decade, right? I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, that's – I yeah. can see that now, right? If you're 10 years old and you're now you're 20 or 18 – yeah, if you're a bow hunter, if you're into bow hunting and you're checking out new bows every year, right? It makes sense. I'm like, wow, that's yep, that kind of blew absolutely. me away, man. That really start feeling old, and I'm like, wow. Well, the good news is in this <laughs> industry, know. old is okay. <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, they have a way of eating you these days. These kids, you know, they they have a way of eating you, and you know, it is kind of funny that you say that because I'm. You know, it has been almost 10 years, huh? And, and it's funny too that there's people <laughs> I know that you know through work and different things that actually 
don't know anything about that I you know a bow hunter plan in. And it's funny because yeah. they hunt. And so, like, it's funny because I'll talk to people. I, I try not to talk about it, to be honest, at work or anything. I, I really don't bring it up. Or, I mean, the reason I do that is because it's just, you know, in, in corporate world, it's different. You know, people, some people are totally against hunting. People are, I just, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta make your living. You got to go yep. home and feed your kids. So, yep. so I just don't talk about there it. You know, you it's go. not like I, I would definitely yep. fight for it if someone challenged me, but I just don't bring it up. But it's interesting because people will be like, oh, yeah, I got that new bow, and it's awesome, and da-da-da. And I'm like, oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> I would love to give detail on it, you know, but I'm like, nah, I'm just going to shut up. But, <clears throat> you know, I mean, yep. it's, it's funny because they have no idea who they're talking to that I, like, review right. these bows. I think it's pretty comical. <clears throat> but um, It is, man. It is. Yeah, the, you know, the uh, that's crazy. I also think it's crazy that people don't eat venison and stuff like that. And, and it's okay, I guess, if you don't. But it's <clears throat> truly, it's truly the real organic. And I've been saying that a lot online. And it's it's to me, it's the real organic because I can kill a deer um, and eat off that deer for a long time. I mean, literally, it saved me th- probably $1,000 this year, you know, in, in ground beef, um, just <laughs> using it for tacos and chili and uh, steaks and, you know. Um, I mean, dude, oh, you missed out, man. That can cooker the other night. Oh, that was podcast. Really <clears throat> I took, this is so simple and we're not sponsored by can cooker. They need to sponsor us. Cause this, the, this can cooker is absolutely amazing. I would talk great about this thing all the time, period. Uh, cause it works so yep. good. Um, I took, um, uh, it's very simple. I took, uh, uh, venison tenderloin. It was already diced up from my butcher who did it. So I, I put, I sprayed the inside, put, put that in there. I diced up, uh, potatoes, white, I think they're just white potatoes. I don't know what you call them, but just regular, you know, um, the, the smooth skin ones. I diced them up, yep. uh, quartered them, whatever, diced them, threw them in, threw in some sweet potatoes I had laying around, uh, and a full red onion, threw that in there. I diced it, you know, whatever, threw it in. Uh, I spiced it with Creo with uh, Thai red pepper, just to dusting, you know, to spice it up. And I added, um, uh, like McCormick, you know, like a McCormick steak seasoning. And I added a apple orchard, angry orchard beer into it. And, uh, uh, it was a bigger beer. It wasn't like the small one. It was like the double can, you know? Um, and, uh, I let it cook for 25 minutes in the can cooker and it smelled, my whole house smelled amazing. Like while I was cooking and I pulled it out, I dumped it out, and uh, actually I took the whole can cooker over to the studio, which isn't far from me in the main studio, and uh, we didn't even eat it right away. We left it in the can cooker. I, you know, used a hot plate, whatever. It's very hot. Obviously, it's all metal. And I set it on the uh, test lab table there, and I just we finished the podcast. And while the guys were, when I finished my podcast, the guys started doing a different one for uh, actually uh, Jeff Lindsay, which was cool, Lindsay Way. And uh, anyway. Bye. <clears throat> When that happened, I was making them food while they were talking to him. I was actually scooping it and all that. And, uh, it, dude, it was unbelievable. Everybody had two servings, and it was so good. Like, I, I, I can't even comprehend how good it was. Like, I'm just like, this is, like, the easiest way to cook food I've ever seen. Uh, and it, everything's, awesome. like, mouth-watering, and it's just uh, – so, anyway, Can Cooker, if you're listening to this, man, we got some work to do. <laughs> i I gotta get cedar one of these we gotta get a lot more of these things coming in for the whole team because i'm telling you right now and no boom's holding out on me no boom has uh they sent him the the little heat pad and everything to cook anywhere he didn't tell me they sent the heat pad punk (laughs) (laughs) he's got the heat pad i did i I was thinking i was like i need to get heat pads i can use it outside i can you know take a camping hunting uh you know the heat pad's perfect use propane you can cook anywhere you know yeah so I, even oh, if man. even if they don't do anything, honestly, I'd buy it. It was <clears throat> totally worth it. So if you're out there looking for something like that for Hunt Camp, dude, it's totally worth the money. Go on their website, purchase it. Me. It's worth it. I know you're you know, buying it already. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, we were just talking about it the other day, and you're like, don't buy it yet. Don't buy it yet. Well, I don't want you to yeah. buy it because just in case they do a huge deal, you never know. I mean, they'd be like, hey, we want to sponsor yeah, your podcast. You, you just don't know. Yeah, you never know. Hint, hint. Well, it was actually kind of- because like like up at our home club where we have no electricity, I mean you know something like that would be, you know absolutely amazing. Absolutely, you know, dude. That, that little that, that would can heater, you know, for sure. Put over a you know, open fire or something would be awesome. Absolutely. The only thing about a fire, the thing about a fire, like an actual fire, I don't know why they say you have to put soap on it. I didn't really. You got to watch some reviews on it. I, I don't know. I want to do my own review on it, but I'm waiting. 
um, until we talk with them more and get more detail. But basically, you have to soap up the bottom or something if you're using an open fire. But if you use like a propane fire or a natural gas fire, like on your stove, it's no problem. And you can't go past medium heat. I think it either burns it out or um, it's too hot for the metal. I don't know. I don't know the situation there, but um, I was told medium or less. Yeah, I've but, heard that. Uh, I've heard that. I've heard that that uh, that camp is pretty awesome. And like I like like with uh, like at, at hunting camp, like I love like chilies and you know stoops and you know just you know steaks and all kinds of cool stuff like that. But I was looking at even on their website. If you look at their website, they have just a ton of recipes for just about anything you want to do. If you wanted to do a you know crab oil or you know make yourself a chowder or whatever, I mean. There's a recipe on there for it, which is pretty awesome. So the thing about it, John, is that I I have the money, and I need you to do the crab legs. So I <laughs> I was just telling the guys I want to have all you guys over the studio, like you, Jamie, and you know Chris, all those guys. And um, I have the we have the uh, they sent us three different sizes can cookers. So I, me and Kevin have the large one and the small one, and Jamie took the middle one. So I got the large one. I yep. want it filled with crab legs or, or um, maybe a Creole thing, like where we do crawfish and sausage. And yeah. uh, So I was just I, hoping you could kind of go get all that and bring it over, and I'll just pay you for it. <laughs> and then uh, we yeah, could, yeah. you could make it. And I don't think I think if you go online, you could figure out that recipe, and it probably wouldn't even be hard. Um, and then we could eat it there at the studio, do some podcasts or something. It would be fun, and it would be a good day. <laughs> yeah, man. Be, it's always a good day when you got good food like that over there. I would definitely be down for that. Dude, that thing's that perfect. Be, uh, Bear camp. Think about it. You can use that thing anywhere, man. I was just telling my wife, I was like, this thing, this thing is like, it's like my slow cooker, but 25 minutes instead yeah. of all day. A lot quicker. A lot quicker. It, seriously. Lot quicker. And it's so clean. Like, I, I basically, you know, I pulled everything out, and you guys will see this in a video coming up I'm working on, but I pull everything out, I chop everything up, I throw it all in there, I clean everything. Everything's in the thing. And I shut it, and I turn it on, and I'm done. The whole the whole kitchen's clean, everything's put away, and it's cooking my food. And when it's done, I open it and I dump it into a bowl, and we eat. <laughs> it's that simple. Yep. I'm that's like, that's wow. Yeah, so that's pretty impressive. Man. So yeah, so I don't know if I can actually wait. I might just have to go out and get one. But I don't blame I'll, you. I'll probably I get that. I'll probably get that. I probably get that mini one. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you're now. gonna get one, get the small one at least for now. And then, well, uh, if we do that, if we do do uh, like a crab oil, man, we're gonna have to use your big one. For oh, sure, absolutely, yeah. I have a feeling one. we're gonna. I have a feeling we'll have to probably have multiple can cookers going at the same time because we're probably. gonna probably have a huge, uh, crab huge amount of people. We should do king crab. We should do king. Over. King crab would be best because mm. you get a lot of meat in one. You know, I heard that almost one oh. leg can almost fill people. I really want to do like you know maybe we got to get we got to talk to. Um, the guys from Southern Boys Outdoors, maybe next time we can bring some uh, some fresh crawfish over, man, and maybe Canyon. do a, like a real legit. Yeah, maybe we should just go do down a there, real dude. Legit. We should just probably drive. I down think there. you might be onto something. We should just dude, go you know there. If we were down there we Forget the can cooker like every day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go down to Louisiana and get it done right. Oh, and we oh. probably catch it with them. You know what I mean? We catch oh all that 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 seafood fresh and freaking. Every time I see that guy on Facebook, man, he's got like crab oil. You know what he told me? He told me uh, he on that podcast. He said that the crawfish they don't catch them; they buy them. It's cheaper and easier to buy them. That's right. Yeah, because you know, he said that right. they catch them in mass hordes and they just sell them for cheap. And so you're better off just to buy them than you are to even waste your time trying to catch them. I guess so. That's fine. I can but get less. So good. Well, Kevin's it'd already be been so to good, Louisiana. Man. I have never been, and I actually have a lot of friends down there besides uh, Kenyon. Uh, so I actually, you yeah. know what, I, I'm going to, I'm calling Vanguard. We need to go down there with Vanguard and uh, hang out and have some, and they go there all the time. They don't put it, <laughs> they're always down there eating. Oh, no, no. Oh, Those no, punks, no. they don't invite me. I it's got a ridiculous. Buddy down there. Josh. I got a buddy down there with a, with a 7500 lease down there in Louisiana, man. Dry, dry prong Louisiana. And uh, he says, if I ever make it down there, man, he's like, I'll go down there and He's like, we can at least go shoot some hogs. He goes, there's plenty of them down here. <laughs> so, and then they do them. They do it right down there, man. I mean, they get them, like, fresh like that. I mean, they're on the freaking spit, you know, 20 minutes after they get all you know, cleaned up and butchered. I mean, they're they're eating that stuff right then and there. Yeah. I sent uh, so, just uh, 
little bit off topic from what we're talking about, but I did send a message to the bear people for next year because I definitely want to get us to go on a bear hunt. I got a lot of the guys want to go, and I Heck think it'd yeah. be fun to go do it again, man. That was a very good experience. Um, it sounds but, like a lot, a lot of the guys want to go too, so this could be potentially a really good thing, man. We get a nice big group. Yeah, I sent a message. And I'm open. Yeah, to them. I, I'm hoping to do a, I'm hoping to do a moose or moose or an elk this year. Um. With my uh, my connections that I got over in Canada, we go on, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping maybe this fall. If I don't draw, if I don't draw a bear tag here in Michigan, I'm probably going to do a moose or an elk hunt. That's why I'm going to leave it right there. But that's what I'm looking at right now. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> well, if you be guys are fun, uh, if you guys are out there driving in your car and now listening to this podcast, I hope you had the full hour because we've been talking for a while, <laughs> a long time. Man. Me and John can go forever. Man, that's the problem. We could, I mean, like literally, we we could literally sit down in the same room and probably never fall asleep and just talk. No, talk, yeah, talk I, about I might, what, I, what we'd want to do. And the thing is, I actually got you on the phone right now, and I actually obviously be a lot clearer if you were here in person. And uh, yep, well, well, we'll do that soon though, and we'll get that going. But if you're driving right now, I hope you have coffee and it's early or late, and you are you know good to go. And the only reason I say that is I'm a big podcast listener when I'm driving. It's just so awesome to listen to stories Me and too, stuff man. while you're driving. Me it's, too. makes the time fly by. And then even when you get there, you're like, dang it, I want to finish that. And what, what do they talk about, you know, and what came up? Yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, hey, you know what? I'll say this, though. I would say that, you know, with our podcast, with Boner Planet and the experience while coming up, you're going to get the most real down-to-earth podcast there is out there. Um, there's other ones we're friends with, and they're great people, and they do a good job. But we know the industry. We know it inside out, and uh, we're not afraid to talk about it. And, uh, you know, that's a big deal. It's it's something you're not going to hear anywhere else. No one talks about these things. And, <laughs> and uh, although we're not going to name names all the time, but my point is you're going to at least hear some of the behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, and, and like John said earlier, and I'm going to throw this right back out there real quick before we end, is that, uh, you know, if you're trying to get into the industry as a pro staff or something uh, or have a show, the best advice I can give you and uh, and this is this is actually being done by some of the shows today, in that I know like Southern Veins and other ones. Um, don't push it. Um, do your thing. Do it very very well, and sponsors will come to you. That's my best advice. When you try to push into a sponsor, you might get lucky and get like a VIP or something, but honestly, it's not worth it. You're better off just to buy your bow for an extra two hundred bucks off, you know, instead of the VIP. And do whatever you want and not owe anybody anything. And because they're not going to promote you anyways. Mm-hmm. That's my point. They're not going to put your video do on their Facebook. Do a good job. Do a great job. Kill yep. it and let them come to you. I mean, it's pretty simple. Or yep. if you're more serious about it, get on the Boner Plant Network. Give us an email and That's say right. you have a show. And maybe you can get on our network and to get in front of our people, which will help you boost your way up the network quicker. And, uh, um, we probably have the best online, I would say one of the best, I wouldn't say the best, but definitely one of the best, uh, you know, averaging good views, 5,000, uh, 50,000 views for per video. So not so bad for yeah. uh, a show that n- nobody knew yesterday, you know, that yep. <laughs> turns on today, you know, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, no, no. And one last thing I want to say real quick is just, I'm very proud of our ambassadors for BHP. Um, Jamie has done a good job trying to do a good job. It's very hard. We're not used to doing it. It's all new still to us. And so if, you know, if there's guys out there who are having a hard time or anything, just email Jamie at Jamie at bowhunterplanet.com with your concerns or questions. I mean, we're trying our best. We're doing, I mean, basically I'm, I'm real proud of these guys because we, our member, our ambassador program is a paid membership basically. So they pay every year. Um, to do it, they get some promo gear out of it, and then they they get all these discounts, like tons of great discounts um, off oh, gear. So yeah. if you take advantage of those discounts, dude, like you already made your money back plus some. Oh yeah. If you take advantage yep. of those, so the first thing you do is an ambassador, you pay your fee to get in, and then. But I'm proud of them because they did that. They recognize that you know what, it's not going to be free. I need to do this, that, and that to be a part of this membership, this community, and. Uh, that's important because they have to understand that we're self-funded. We're not, we don't have any giant sponsors that pay for all this, that we can just accept people for free or give away free hats every day. It just don't, it don't happen. We're buying hats. It don't work like that, yeah. Because we wait for their funding to come in for us to buy the hats. I mean, I'm not, 
you know, I mean, otherwise I just lose my own personal money all the time. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Yep. So uh, I'm very proud of these guys for stepping up and being a part of the the network. And uh, they're doing great things, man. They're, they're, they're taking amazing imagery. They're out there hunting. They have, um, we have a private uh, Facebook page that only they can uh, talk to each other in. And it is amazing. Like we give away so many great things though. They've won boots already. We're giving away tons of great things. Every single month we have a pick a number one to however many there are of them right now it's one to a hundred and uh if they win they win a, a nice prize so last time they won muck boots so now they're moved so i mean right there alone whoever won those boots just just yeah. made way more than their you know 50 bucks or whatever it costs to get in so that's my point is just that you know these are the things that you have to do if you want to if you want to join a community or get in part of something this is a no joke community that's why i love about our ambassador program and experience wild will be the same way um yep. it is a legit community of people who want to be there and they're willing to pay a little bit of money to be there you know that's my point they're not they're not just in it for freebies and that's what we're trying to avoid and that's part of the reason there's a fee as well um you know we have people who we sent uh invites to to join they're like why do i have to pay for this i never pay for anything Uh, i'm on 20 staffs Mm -hmm. i don't pay for anything i ain't paying for a staff blah blah blah. okay see ya (laughs) you know yeah we we did that on purpose it's part of the the deal because first off we have to fund the program secondly we don't want jokesters coming in. We want real deal people who are into it. And, yeah, we uh, want to make sure they're committed. It's just as committed as we are. Absolutely. To the whole and and, and the, for the ambassadors out there who are not <laughs> engaging, we're taking notice of that. Like we're noticing you're not talking or being a part of anything. So don't expect to be re you know reoffered next year. I mean, we're we're serious about who's on there and how many people are there. We picked you for a reason. We need to just pick everybody. Yeah. So and we thought that you would do this or do that or you know, but we're 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 okay. We're giving everybody to hunt season. We get it. It's summertime. You might've joined and want to wait, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we don't want just your money. We want you to be active. You know, um, we want yep. you to be a part Engage. of it. And we want hunters Engage who are and involved. That's how BHP rolls. We don't roll with people who can just roll for the ride. We, we, we want yeah. people who are going to be doing stuff active. Uh, and Hey, you know what? Jamie will take care of all that. He's going to, he has a system in place. And, and next year, um, we're going to work on over Christmas break. We haven't had a ton of time, but this is really cool, John, what we're about to do. But we're going to do a reward system. How it works is going to be people will be rewarded for the things they do. So, for instance, uh, you post a picture, and your picture, we use it for something, whether we use it for one of our sponsors or we use it for BHP. You would get points for that. So if I use your image, you might say get two points. And we keep yep. a log, and you keep a log. You'll know your points. We will say issue two points issued to so and so, and and then we're going to create a store that's online, that's in a private area of Bowhunter Planet, that only the members can get to, only the ambassadors, and in that store they can pick out things. It's kind of like going to a uh, Barrymore's or a Dave and Buster's, or you know when you get tickets from uh, game machines and you go pick out items. Same thing. Yep. We'll have we're going to stock ourselves with products just for them. We're going to go buy, you know, uh, using a VIP cost of some sort, right? We're going to go buy products from uh, sponsors, and we're going to have a store that's at No Boom's house or something, and it'll have points. So, like a pack of broadheads might be twenty five points, and yeah, uh, cool. a bow might be five thousand, right? I have no idea. But it'll be something. It'll be large, obviously, if you get a bow. But if you kill a deer on film with a, a See, here's the thing. The other thing that people in the ambassador program are given is a chance to actually shoot a bow that is uh, we need help with. So they can purchase yep. the bow and use it <laughs> and get imagery for us and then give it to us. If you do that, you would have way more chances to get bigger points because if you provide back, you know what I mean? So you might have getting a free bow or you might have getting it depending on how you do it. So... But that's the stuff we're going to do with Experience Wild too, with fishing poles and upland stuff and whatever boots. It, you know, we can do anything. I mean, really, oh, yeah. we have a huge network of sponsors that we can work with to get great deals. And uh, but that's the fun of it. You know, I think that's that's the excitement to me. I want to get the ambassador program like a thousand people, two thousand people, a hundred thousand. I want to get yeah, it. A, I want it to be, be its amazing. own its own community. That no one can just get into, you know, and to get into it yeah. as a sponsor, you need to offer a discount to all these people, right? And this is be something that no one has. So for me, and, you know, working with Nopum on the project, I just, you know, we put him in charge of it now. But 
it, it's one of those things where it's 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 a lot to do and i know aaron helps him with it and jay and hopefully it you know but you know as we move into the experience wild side maybe nopum does that side too you know what i mean because if he's already got the, yeah. the 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 niche of how to do it it might be an easier way to roll it but um yep. it's gonna be awesome dude i'm really excited about it i want to get i, I want to do like a uh at some point if we can raise enough money to do like a uh what do you call that like a where everybody gets together, you know, like a bow hunter summit, like a summit yep. uh, where yep. we rent out something and all the ambassadors are welcome to come to that spot. And we'll give like, you know, uh, air, we won't, I mean, we won't be able to pay for everybody, but we can at least like give, you know, airline uh, dates and times. We can give, we can give hotel uh, ideas of commodities. We can try to get discounts at hotels. It depends on how many are coming, but man, wouldn't that be awesome to do like a 3d shoot with the big cookout? Um, it would have it catered. It'd be so sweet, dude. It'd be so sweet. It would be awesome. Well, you know, hopefully we can do the same thing, you know, as you said, with Experience Wild Air sooner than later. And, you know, once we get the podcast going and get, you know, the website up and running again and, you know, just revamping everything and, you know, we can, you know, do a lot of the same things, you know, on a similar, you know, platform or basis and, you know, just have fun with it. And I think that's the other big thing, too, is that this is just a lot of fun. You know? For sure. I, I would even you know, we suggest want as many people involved as possible. I would even suggest when we do that summit, it's for both. You know, it's one big yeah. summit, and we do experience wild and boner plan is one big summit, and uh, bring everybody yeah. in and uh, you know set a date. I, I you know for me this year we're still talking about you know if we're doing woods and water or not coming up, and uh, we still haven't really decided. We have to talk as a team, but um, I, I'm actually kind of want to do it because it's a good spot for them to meet us. You know, to, for the ambassadors. Yeah who are local, obviously they're in Michigan would be easier, but, uh, to come out and see us and talk. And, um, it's just a lot of work. Yeah. I think people don't, don't realize like just going to the woods and water. If I'm just going to go there, no big deal. But yep. if we're going to set up a booth, it's a lot of work. <laughs> people don't yeah. realize that it's like a lot of work. Like it you need someone there to go there and spend a whole Friday and then you have to be there and moving product or whatever we're doing while we're there, you know, it's just a ton. So it takes a lot of resources to get it done. And if we did do it, I would love to podcast right out of there, you know, and, uh, and do some podcasts with guests and, and ambassadors right there. You know, it'd be so sweet. So yeah. sweet. So anyhow, yeah, all right. Awesome. Well, John, thanks for, uh, tuning in with me tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Dave. Well over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and, podcast, uh, yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, we'll have more on Experience Wild coming up. We're redoing the website right now, so you can't see it this exact moment, but you can check out Experience Wild on Facebook and Instagram. It's crushing it on Instagram. Definitely jump in there, especially if you're a duck hunter or any sort of upland, stuff like that. You'll find all that stuff there, fishing. And if you're an outdoorsman who's into that stuff and you're good at it, hey, shoot us an email at bowhunterplan.gmail.com um, and tell us about yourself. Maybe you could get on that staff and we we're definitely looking at for people that are diehard who are charter people who are out there, you know? So, Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the bow hunter planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at bowhunterplanet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.